How do you feel about the Tampa Bay Bucks wide receivers? That's a tough question on draft day. Let's talk about Chris Goblin right now with Jacob Gibbs. Jacob is a writer for Sportsline.com. He's got an article about the players that are on his do not draft list. We talked about J.K. Dobbins yesterday. Today we look at Chris Godwin, who is a round four pick, average draft position, very similar to Mike Evans. Antonio Brown much later in the draft, about 100th, 100th overall. So I know you like Chris Godwin as the player. I know you're worried about the situation. I'm going to tell you, my friend, don't worry. Be happy. Why got so ne- to be so negative on these great players, man? That's my job, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'll listen to some Bob Marley or something after this go. to mellow out, but... Yeah, I am pretty worried about Godwin, which is upsetting because he's one of my favorite receivers in the NFL. But his route tree really changed uh, with the first year with Tom Brady at quarterback last year. Um, his average route depth dropped from 9.7 yards in 2019 to 7.1 in 2020. That's a huge drop. Um, he also had the lowest average depth of target of his career. And more specifically, he wasn't used on intermediate routes in the way that he had been in the three years prior to that. Um, in the three years prior, 24% of his routes came from that intermediate range, so 11 to 20 yards downfield. Um, and he was really, really productive on those. But that rate fell all the way down to 15% in his first season with Brady under center. He was used a lot more on short routes. Um, but he needs those routes. Those are his bread and butter routes. He had a 30% target per route run rate on those routes in the three years prior. And he averaged 4.9 yards per route run on those routes in 2019, uh, which was like 150% above the league average. It was insane. Um, he really needs those routes. He averaged 1.5 yards per route run for reference on all routes outside of that intermediate range. Um, so I don't know if that's going to be this the case in 2021, but it definitely was worrisome to see how his usage changed in the first year with Brady. Another thing that's a little worrisome is Antonio Brown played 11 games, and he played more than like 65% of the snaps and only three of them. So you could see more Antonio Brown and not less Chris Godwin, but that could mean more targets for Antonio Brown. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some optimism at the end of this whole okay. uh, Chris Godwin hate show. But the red, zone, show. <laughs> the red zone is definitely an issue because it was Mike Evans and Gronkowski and Mike Evans and Gronkowski over and over. I hope that changes, but if it doesn't, yeah, that could be a problem. Talk about the red zone for Godwin. Yeah, when in the red zone, uh, Evans had a 24% target per route run rate and Gronk had a 21%. And Godwin's was all the way down to 13.8%. Um, I'm not really sure why Brady didn't target him more in the red zone because good things happened every single time he did. He caught eight of his nine red zone targets and scored six touchdowns on those targets. Um, but that's just not sustainable. That, you know, six touchdowns on nine red zone targets, that's definitely not going to happen again. The league average conversion rate was 29%. Uh, so a 67% rate is not going to repeat. So if his usage doesn't change when we get in the red zone, like I think he's going to struggle to score more than like five or six touchdowns, which seems crazy given how good Tampa Bay's offense is. But he really was just not used you know, on that area of the field last year. Yeah, I just think that the offense could throw for 40 plus touchdowns, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, well, and, OK, sorry, I, I'll be I'll be more positive in just a little bit. Give me your last <laughs> negative thing on Chris Godwin. Yeah, and it's A.B. You alluded to it earlier, but Chris Godwin's target share dropped from 22% to 18% uh, once A.B. was out of the mix. And then Antonio Brown was really good last year. I don't know if people realize this or not, um, but he had the second highest target per route run rate among receivers with at least 200 routes. Um, And then once he really found his groove and in the four games following Tampa Bay's bye, his target per route run rate rate was up to 30%, and he averaged 2.9 yards per route run in those games. Uh, just for reference, Devontae Adams 
was at 31% and 2.96 yards per out run last year. So like AB was really freaking good last year. And the receiver who saw his targets drop off when he was introduced to the mix was Chris Godwin. It wasn't Mike Evans. Um, so that is just another data point that is worrisome for Godwin. Um, but make me feel better, please. <laughs> well, the thing about Antonio Brown is, yes, I think he's actually going to be better than he was last year because I don't think he was that good. He did almost, not all, almost all, but he did so much of his damage in week 17. Right. And that was with Mike Evans leaving with an injury. And then Antonio Brown just going to get the exact numbers, 138 yards and two touchdowns. Before that, I mean, that was his only game. He only had two games in the eight regular season games with more than 70 yards. So he wasn't really that good. Godwin is is a really efficient player. In terms of yards per target, in terms of catch rate, he has Mike Evans beat in that regard. He is a slot guy, and Mike and Tom Brady's going to rely on the slot guy. Um, and then there's this, you know, Brady averaged, I want to say, 7.5 yards per attempt last year or something like that. And that's a lot lower than yeah. what Jameis Winston had averaged the previous two seasons. His last two seasons with Tampa Bay he averaged, I think, 8.1 or 8.2. But if you look at the last eight games of the year... Brady averaged right around 8.1 or 8.2 yards per attempt. So I think it was about 47, 4,800 passing yards last year. I think it could be, you know, 54 or 5,500 with the extra game. So I think there could be more production for everybody. And I just, I think Godwin is the best receiver on the team, I I guess. Uh, So I I understand the volume concerns, but in this case, I think they're going to have the you know, arguably the best offense in football. And I'm just, I'm not willing to pass him up. I know people are like, well, I'm not going to take a Cowboys receiver. I'm not going to take a, I can't do that. I can't not take a Bucks receiver or a, I, because of the crowded, you know, receiving core. There's just too many points there. And maybe it'll be a little inconsistent, but I, I'm betting on Goblin. I like him. I don't have the same statistical reasons that you do. But other than that, he was the number two receiver in fantasy two years ago without a ton of targets. And he was, I think, 15th per game last year without a ton of targets. So he's just really efficient, and uh, I think he can get it done. Yeah, I mean, I will never blame you for betting on good players. I, I love Chris Gotham. <laughs> right, right. But but it is, I mean, if you've been listening, if for the listeners who've been listening to our wide receiver preview, it's why I actually hate wide receiver this year. I freaking hate it. I cannot find a ton of players after the first couple of rounds that are extremely talented and have the best setups possible, right? Like, if you put Chris Godwin on the Panthers and swapped him out for, for like, Robbie Anderson, then that'd be one thing. Oh, no, because then he'd still have to deal with Sam Darnold. But if you put Chris Godwin in a better situation where he's not splitting with one surefire Hall of Famer and one potential, uh, you know, then I'd like Godwin a lot more. I'd like Evans a lot more. Uh, there's just so many question marks from rounds four through six or seven. So Well, four and beyond. So many question marks at the position. I guess my thing is I'm not, since I find so many question marks with just about everyone, I'm not passing up Chris Godwin. I know we've gone a little long here, but I just like him too much. I don't find any safety, really, in those rounds. So I'll bet on Godwin. But I hear what you're saying, man. I hear what you're saying. That is Jacob Gibbs. I monopolized the time there at the end, and I apologize for that. So just go ahead and read Jacob's columns for all those good things on Sportsline. And thanks for staying uh, overtime on Fantasy Football Today and 5. We'll talk to you on Monday.